I bet you missed my intro. <laughs> nope, not uh, at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, One time in the previous episodes of this season, Jeremy did an intro, and I think he said, "See, Jeffrey, that's how you do the intro." Yeah, I heard Ooh. that too. I just forgot about it. Now you remember. And remembering's half the battle. I was gonna say that, Alan. I was gonna <laughs> say that. Gee, uh, no. Hello, everyone. Hey, Paul. Welcome to another episode of Make Believe Heroes, Season 3. Yee! Yee! Trace. I would like to begin <laughs> by introducing four friends of mine. Hey, guys. This is Jeremy, and I play Saul. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. Oh! 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 He sucks. Awesome. Sir Vance. I am Alan, and I play Brackle. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Wrong. I'm Alan, and I play Jim. I knew it. I knew you were going to do that. Wrong again. I'm Alan, and I play Charlie the Bear. <laughs> no. Oh, sweet Lord. I did not predict that we one. Can't, we can't do everyone. Go through every okay. character. I'm done. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. I'm Alan, and I play Char. Char. Izzard. Charmander. Hi, I'm Char. Felicia, and I play Misk. This is Misk. We have Charmander on the show live. Charmander. Charmander. His name is first name Char, last name Mander. Just kidding. Charmander. Squirtle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was really good. The Squirtle was really good. I kind of feel the need to apologize a little bit for the um, red herring, I guess. Yeah, thanks. We had this idea early on in the season to start with some fresh blood, some new characters that were just fun and do a cool little romp in a story and then just really pull the rug out from under you. And uh, Yeah, you did. Hopefully you liked it, listeners. Hopefully you don't hate us and then, you know, unsubscribe and delete us. But we have Servants. <laughs> yeah, boy. Off the wall? Mm-hmm. And... Of course, I know that you're all dying to find out what's going on with Servants, this frumpy elf dude, Saul and Misk. So let me quickly get through some business up front. Of course, the usual business, BattleBards.com, our favorite creator of sound effects and music and soundscapes on the internet for D&D and TTRPG gamers. Uh, you should go to BattleBards.com. You should check out their awesome uh, weapon sound effects. And uh, they even have like people speaking in different languages, like draconic and things that we've used occasionally on the show. Go check it out and use the code MBH Podcast to get 15% off of a BattleBards Prime subscription. Give it a shot. It might add that flair that'll make you the greatest DM ever in the eyes of your players. I'd also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes. You should go and check it out. We're offering some really cool rewards for fans of the show. Those of you that decide to support us with your hard-earned cash, we want to give back to you with some cool things like early releases on Friday and um, special bonus episodes where we play other games like the awesome Honey Heist game that we just put out that was ran by our own Felicia last week. That one was... Uh, <laughs> extra special um you know some other really cool things we even have a which is insane we have a 50 dollars tier and at this 50 dollars tier 
anyone who hops in there can play D&D with us. We will run a custom one-shot for two people at once with two of our players. We actually did this a few months back with two amazing fans. It was a fantastic game. It's canonical. We're going to put it out for everyone to hear eventually. It's just a huge it's a huge episode that we recorded, and it takes a lot of editing, and it's extra. So eventually we're going to get that out, and you guys can hear it. But I do want to mention, if you were like, man, I would love to do that, but there's no way I could do 50 bucks a month. Yes, obviously. $50 a month is insane. I mean, I, I can't think of... Any podcast, in spite of the ones that I love dearly, that I could dedicate $50 a month to. I mean, that's an insane amount of money. Really, for us, we were looking at it more like a one-time thing. So uh, if you were to go on to Patreon, sign up for the $50 tier, you get that reward. Even if you sign up, do it once, and then cancel it altogether, or drop down to the $1 tier or the $5 tier to get the early releases going forward, or you know what have you. If you're already a patron and you're at the $20 tier and you think, man, I'd love to get in on a one-shot with these guys sometime, and you know you want to do that just one month, pitch that extra cash in there, hit that $50 tier, and then drop back down immediately, that's fine. We will give you that awesome reward, and also you will live forever in our hearts. Speaking of patrons, I want to give a shout out to one of our near and dear patrons, James Wickstrom. James has been a patron with us now for a few months. Thank you, James, for being awesome, for your support, and we hope that we continue to make you happy with our D&D chicanery. One last thing, if you want to get a shout out on the show and you don't really have that cash to be a patron, and that's fine. You can go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and we will read your review live on the show. You know, just like Neon Chicken, who left us this short and sweet review entitled, Me and My Friends Love D&D. This is what brought me into D&D. I hope you come in, too. Thanks, Neon Chicken. Uh, <laughs> we love D&D, too. My friends also love D&D. I'm glad that you love it, and I'm really excited to hear that our podcast could show you the wonder and the excitement of what is Dungeons and Dragons. So that's enough for me today. Let's get on into it. So let's get into this episode seven of season three. Last time, Saul got zapped on out of Nordentown, right as he was in the middle of finally getting down to what's really been going on with these lizard bats and the missing horses. And some of you, most of you guys are like, what? What's it got to do with anything? And he got zapped into this murder basement where a strange elf and a nondescript human had summoned him onto some arcane circle and shackled him down with iron shackles. Shortly after he was summoned to this place, his sister, Misk, was also brought onto a summoning circle there in this carved out basement in some location that they do not yet know. As the older elven figure, Char, finished doing his incantation and summoning these two tieflings, Misk was immediately racked with the mental attack of breaking her blood contract. And just for the record, it's not a murder basement. I mean, only a handful of murders have happened down here. And it's like, you play Monopoly in the living room, and it's not suddenly the Monopoly living room, you know? (laughs) <laughs> right. You do a few mm. murders in the basement. It's not the murder basement. Murder basement. I think if there's one murder in the basement, it's a murder basement. <laughs> That's a good point. True. And some basements are murder basements without ever having actually had a murder inside of them. Kind of like yours. 
Yep, not unlike my basement. <laughs> That's true. Your your basement's a murder it's basement. It's a really creepy it, yeah. basement. The basement itself is is murdery enough, but the like the um, the cellar, Spiders, what's it called over on the, scariness. the one side, the cistern that used Sister. to be a well. Yeah. That's the real the sump pump. It's the real no. Did that girl with the hair hanging in her face climb backwards out of there yet? Oh my flip! I'm leaving. I'm not staying here anymore. Um, it comes out of the TV, not the well. Shut up, Alan. None of this. None of this. We're going to leave this alone. I have to sleep in this house later. Uh, okay, so that all happened. Saul and Misk are back together. Yay! I know. Misk is unconscious on the floor trying not to die. Happy reunion. Misk is dying. I'm so happy right now, you just can't tell. Char uh, did some sort of a spell and has hopefully eased her pain for the moment, but it is definitely apparent that these two, which have summoned these tieflings for some unknown reason, have a problem that they did not foresee. Yeah, good job, guys. It was called Lesser Restoration. That wasn't some kind of spell. Oh, sweet lord. Okay. Yes, Lesser <laughs> Restoration. Char is going to be a handful. I and feel. so, as we begin, Misk is still currently unconscious on the concrete floor. Literally what I do. Shackled by her hands and her feet and her neck. Saul is down on his hands and knees, also shackled to the floor. Servance is standing vigilant, and Char is also standing vigilant. You're the master of your own fate. I am the captain of my soul. Okay, what do you do? So, I walk over to the tieflings, and I say, we need to get into the nine hells. <laughs> you, you're, you're talking to exactly the wrong people to try to get you into the nine hells. You came from there. Yes, yes, under the contract that we can never return. Well, we don't need you to return. You, We just need <sighs> you to open the door for us. Idiot. There is no way I can open a door for you. Then tell me how I can open a door for me. I sacrificed some peasants. Ah, we have two before us here. <laughs> yes, two peasants ripe for the sacrificing, and I pull out my knife from my cloak. <sighs> Sacrifice <laughs> is not enough, peasant. <sighs> then what is? I do not have the power to take you to the Nine Hells. Neither does she. Well, tell us who does. Lead us that <laughs> way. <laughs> I, you would need to know the name of a greater demon than I. As McCoughlin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Making up demon names. Saul's head spins around three times and he throws it. Minchagoglyman. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're putting random syllables together. Syllorandomalum. Exactly. <laughs> what do you need in the Nine Hells? Perhaps I can provide it here instead. No, that won't work. No. It's got to be in the Hells. We've got business. You have business in the Nine Hells. Yes. Yes. What kind of business? The businessy kind. The only thing in the Nine Hells is death, torture, and more death. Well. And that's what we seek. You seek to die. I can handle that for you here. No, not to die. To see what's beyond death without actually dying. It's not like every soul goes to the Nine Hells. Yes, but Nine Hells are close to the other places. You want to leave the plane of Manumi? Clearly, that's what we just have been telling you. Aye, for us to leave the hells, we have to make a contract that we can never return there. Any of our high priests can do it. 
So do we need to make a contract that we'll never return to Monumi? Uh, so I'm okay with that. Monumi sucks. Yeah, ours was made as a mockery of hell. We did something quote unquote good. We removed a demon. You would have to do something quote unquote nefarious to open a gate. It's like stabbing something? I, I'm down for some stabbing. Ah, yes, I was... <sighs> like a puppy? That would be pretty simple, actually. I suggest you summon an actual demon that's there that knows how to go back and forth. That's dangerous. Yes. Yes, it is. In fact, <clears throat> I'll give you a name of a lesser demon. Gargamel. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the wizard from the Smurfs? Yes, yes. it is. Yes. And he has a cat. Okay, devil. I pull out the thing off my back. It looks like a sword handle now that you see it. But it's made out of a black bone. Ew. And it kind of looks like it's got some demon skin hanging on it. Like black demon skin. Maybe, I don't know, there's some kind of weird looking seam on the pommel. And Servant says, Spit it out, mortal. Behold. The Hellburner Blade. And then out of this handle, Rose, it, it looks like what what Venom looks like. And it forms into this giant black sword, a great sword. And in the pommel, an eye opens. Saul, you immediately recognize this blade. The name. Not, not having ever seen it in your life. Nothing like that. And at first it takes you a second, but because, you know, your memories are a little fuzzy. Trying to recall very specific things from your time in the hills or things you learned is becoming increasingly more difficult. Mm -hmm. But as he says the name, you have an immediate reaction of fear. Then as he summons the blade, it, it sort of comes back to you and you recognize it. You know that this is the most infamous weapon ever spoken of or ever heard of in the hells. You know that it is the only weapon in existence that is capable of truly ending slaying a devil of any power level. There's no king in hell that is too powerful to be slain with this blade. It's the thing of nightmares, and as far as you've known, it was banished from the plains eons past. <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful weapon you have there, mortal. Yeah, you said we need to know a demon. He sits down across his legs, sees if there's a cigar left in his coat. Servants, would you have left him a cigar in his coat? Nah, I took them all. Took all your cigars. I take a cigar and eat it. Just start chewing on it like a Slim Jim. Yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> I, g I gave them My the char. Gosh. I don't do that. Saul pats his pats around in his coat for a while. Much easier for me to discuss this if I had a smoke. Stop eating that. <laughs> <laughs> the point is to smoke it. Now, are we going to have to sacrifice this guy with my sword? I don't know what to do from here. It's simple. I give you a name of a major demon. You can summon him and ask him the question, and then you can kill him if you like. I don't care. Mahershala Hashbass. Do you really want to know one? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> You're immortal. When the true lords of the hells come forward, they could destroy all of Monumi. Don't bring those. 
So, quick question. Vance, you guys don't actually need him to tell you how to get into the hells, right? Yeah, like I was... Yeah, like... You know, I was trying to ask Paul. I don't know. When I asked that. I have no idea. Like, what do we do from here? Shooting in the dark. Because we kind of know how to, but we don't know how to. Yeah, you guys know it's a ritual. Oh, yeah, a ritual. Not unlike the one you just did. But the thing is, you need both of them, right? Yep. You needed royal blood. That's what you needed (laughs) to open a gate. (laughs) Of course. You wanted to not just open a gate, but you wanted to have a way in and a way out. And so uh, you tracked these two down. Yeah. And they're your tickets in and your tickets out. Are you freaking serious? So I take some blood. I have a syringe. However, you also know that if she dies... Not only if she dies, but if there is a blood contract on her, her whole worth to you might be tainted. Uh, your blood is compromised with this contract. It may not, it Normally, I'd say go for it, but in matters of the hells, you don't want to use something so precarious. Maybe, maybe it would work. Maybe it would be transporting us to one of the 17 lesser hells on the other side of the plains. I don't know if that's a thing. I just assume it is. <laughs> Salt's laughing at him. <laughs> well, let's just use the fool here to get in. I'd say it'll be a lot easier to get out than to get in. I go over and slash Stop. Saul's hand open. What? Wait, no, no. We, we gotta do this the right way. So I walk over. I take like this rubbery... <laughs> Uh, strip and wrap it around his arm. Ah. And I hold his arm out and I take a little thing out of my pocket and I rip it open, pull out a little wet uh, cloth, smells strongly of alcohol, start rubbing. How long are you going to go into this bit? <laughs> like, how far are you going into this bit? Then I pull out a syringe and I hold his arm out, make a fist. Yep, that's good. And then I what tap. What are you doing to me? Tap around and say, Oh, you got, you've got good veins. <laughs> you got good veins. <laughs> it's all the alcohol. Uh, phlebotomy is one of my proficiencies. <laughs> Saul tries to steal the syringe and stick it in his eye. Death. Death by syringe. As this is happening, Misk, you um, you start to stir and come around, and you have a killer headache, but at the moment it's it's being somewhat held back. And Saul, you notice as Misk starts to stir over to your side. Misk, they're trying to do something with my blood. Wake up. Oh, I can't wake up. It hurts. You, she's going to die if we don't do something about this contract. Sounds like you need both of us. Yeah, we already said yeah, that. That's, that's why we brought both of you. Yeah. Well, if she dies, <laughs> you, you lose one of us. She's not going to die, so... Yeah. Don't you know magic or something? Can't you get rid of it? The headache? Ugh, the blood contract, you fool. I think you know better than that. I tried with the uh, with the lesser restoration. That didn't help. Maybe maybe dispel magic. Would that work? I mean, surely you've tried that. It's only it's a pretty easy spell. I've tried. She obviously hasn't tried it, peasant. Give it to her. I'll look at Vance. Do it. Okay, so I cast spell magic on her. Okay. I reach forward a old. I'm talking old as dirt finger. A point, and I say. Magic, and then I kind of wave my hand and say, "Be gone." <laughs> so I need you to make me a check using your spellcasting ability. Okay, so DC equals ten plus the spell's level. Yeah, twenty-one. Wow, 
That's really good. So you are not able to, and, and you can, you know, you can sense the magic. Being uh, a cleric as you are, you have dealt with similar things in your time. Not so much of you've never dealt with trying to remove a blood contract, but you've dealt with things that are tied to the blood, right? Yeah. Magics that are tied to the blood. And you can sense as your magic goes through her and you're trying to quell whatever connection there is between her and this, this, uh, this spell. And you're not able to remove it, but you are able to dampen it. Now, you understand that this spell, I mean, it, it, it casts in an action, right? And there's not like a, a duration. It's like you're, you're holding this magic over it over a certain time. It's more like, you know, you guys were making the joke about giving her ibuprofen, but it's similar, right? It's like, well, you take this and then take it again in four hours. You can tell that while the magic has been weakened for the moment, it is going to just come back again later in full force. And that if whatever must be done to appease the magic is not done, whenever it does finally make its full connection, it is probably going to kill her. So I'll look at Vance and say, after straining for a minute, uh, I, I was able to hold it back some. If this were another type of contract, like saliva, but blood, that's some serious contracting. It was made by one of the best. <laughs> it's its a strong contract. Blood magic is difficult. I don't, I was able to, I was able to hinder the effect a little bit, but I can't remove it. Great. That means you have to stay right beside her until we get her back to the shiv. I don't have that many spell slots. <laughs> we'll have to find another wizard then, won't we? I'm not a wizard. Do you know any? Saul's like straining against the chains wanting to get closer to Misk. So, why don't we just take her with us? What are the, yeah, like, what are the stipulations of the contract? I'm supposed to... <laughs> If I do anything that goes toward breaking the contract, it just sends this pain through my head. And it it grows and, until it just knocks me out. Well, don't break the contract. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm away from the shiv. I'm breaking it right now. Well, you didn't come here. We brought you here. So you're not breaking it. We're breaking it. Tell the blood that. That's a good point. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. I... <laughs> I know as much as I just told you. So what are the words of the contract? What are you breaking by being here? Does it say you have to be within a certain distance of an area? You should read the fine print. This isn't like an end user license agreement. Listen, I've never read the contract. I don't know. And you signed it? It was... So I'll tell him. It was a bad time. I had to. <laughs> it was a terrible time. They were going to murder our friends. We had no choice. Well, if my cousin Brackle was there, I bet he would have taken care of it. Alan, can we can we move past? Can we move past the my cousin? My third cousin. Bit? The irony is he was there. <laughs> he was. He, he was. tried really hard. Wait, Brackle's your cousin? <laughs> he was there. He was there the whole time. <laughs> you know Brackle? You know Brackle? Please, no. Can we please? <laughs> I was just repeating what you said. Okay. So, Misk, you, you know that, like, what you know of the contract, you know the things that have that have caused you problems in the past. Doing anything to actively try and stop the hot feet, right? Yep. Doing anything that the shift tells you not to do. Like run away. Like leave. 
And so it could be that simple. It could also be like he said. It could be that the Shiv has put something in place that you're not allowed to be over a certain distance away from him without permission. You don't know for sure. Try to get there and see if you feel better. Like, try to get loose. See if that helps. I mean, you're not actually going to get loose. Don't worry. I've seen to that. (laughs) Wow, you guys are like the worst. We are. You're You're going to learn that real soon. Are you just going to leave us chained to the floor? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. We'll let you go eventually. Maybe. Miss, you look over, uh, you see Saul there, and now it's still kind of dimly lit in here, but, you know, you've got really good dark vision. And uh, in spite of the fact that um, that it's dark in here and that you're still feeling all this pain, you notice that Saul looks a little different. Yeah, he does. His skin looks a little brighter. What? It almost looks a little more like orangey than just the deep, hellish red you're accustomed to. Whoa. Saul. What? You you look look really weird. I look really good. (laughs) (laughs) That's debatable. No, I mean, um, you're not... You're orange. You're not red. (laughs) I've... Where have you been? It's a long story. (laughs) Yeah, where have you been? Where have you been? (laughs) It's a long story. Paylor did it to me. Not necessarily a fan. I like it. Eh. When you say that, I get a look of disgust in my face. Wow. You say anything? Tough crowd. You're telling me. What are you, a paladin of Paylor? <laughs> Actually, I'm, I might be. Really? It's not going to do you any good. <laughs> the gods can't do anything. They... <sighs> anyway, I'm not gonna... They're pretty much trash who can't do anything. Yeah. <clears throat> the gods are the only reason I'm here right now. But, uh... Yes, they're the reason you're still chained to the floor with no help whatsoever. I'm chained to the floor because you will not release me. And we won't be chained forever. Looks like Paylor's helping you a lot, isn't he? Misk is, like, really mad and she's, like, halfway out of it. So you guys are in a bit of an impasse. Yeah. What are we going to do here? What do you need from us? We need your blood. You need two healthy tieflings. You don't need a vial of their blood. They have to go with you. Like, they are the door. You know what I'm saying? But one couldn't handle in and out. Yeah, we we need two healthy teeth things. Hmm. Teeth things. Yeah, two healthy teeth things. And, um, you know, they have to be royal blood and... You don't know all of the very, very specific details, but you know that the type of devil or demon that this tiefling has originated from in terms of like which of the hells they're from, all of that will be involved in uh, where you are actually going to be going in the nine hells. You know that. And you all have the actual like written information ritual that you need to open the doors. But... It's all for naught if she can't be used appropriately. So I guess we need to find the Shiv. (laughs) Good luck. The Shiv isn't someone you can just find whenever you want. Well, apparently you know where he's at. Unless you got a little, you know, tornado thing that can bring him in here right now. Hey, Vance, let's, let's see if we can change this spell around to summon a Shiv instead of a teeth thing. Yeah, let's do that. Peasants. I don't know how these two idiots were able to summon us. 
with the summoning spell. See the circle? And I'll point at the circle. Said so that there took some doing. A circle. How did you know my name? Just be quiet. I'm not talking to you, human. How do you know my name? I lower my sword to his throat and say, be quiet. Cut me. You did. You did know their names. That was involved in summoning them there. You got them from a mutual friend. Not of Saul's. Jim. Yep, it was Jim. My brother. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you did say, hey, you did say halfway through season one that Jim had a brother and that he was still alive. I forgot about that part. Oh my yeah. gosh. And he's old. <laughs> yeah, he's so old. <laughs> so, are there any other royal tieflings on this plane? <laughs> None. You guys don't know what you're dealing with, apparently. We don't, but that's why we have you guys. Saul just looks at Misk and smiles. Yeah, the only two royal tieflings on this plane. Well, that's the only two I know of, so I guess we need to try to get this contract resolved. Yep, looks like you gotta help me. Yeah, looks like we've gotta help you. Help you help us. (laughs) I'm just gonna look at Saul and grin. But first you need to sign this contract. Oh, God. I ain't signing no more. It's real simple, fool. You help us break her contract, we'll help you go to hell. No problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you can trust him. You can trust the tiefling. You sound very trustworthy, but just to be safe. <laughs> the blood contract thing's not a bad idea. It's not. Yep, they have to help me in order to help themselves. No, I mean, making these two sign a blood contract isn't a bad idea. Yeah, it's oh. not. Do I know how to do that? I totally didn't get that. Uh, yeah, I'd say that you could probably piece that together. So wait. So, wait, 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 wait. We have to sign a contract with it? I'm not telling you you have to do anything. Why this is all Alan. Loud? This is all role play. I had that nothing to do with play. this. You did it. Paul telling you. You're terrible. It's, you just told him. Terrible. It's simple. We kill the shiv. That won't <laughs> work. Nope. You can't do that. You can't do that. Why can't we do that? Is he immortal? You have to. You have to. Go ahead, miss. You have to get the other party to release the signed per- the person that signs the contract. Okay, so we get the shift. We threaten to kill him if he doesn't undo it's it. It's not going to happen. Then after he undoes it, we kill him anyway. Oh, my gosh. Saul, you remember the shift? Yep. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think you'll be able to intimidate him into it. If I have to, I'll kill every halfling on this continent. Uh, is the Shiv a halfling? He is. Not every halfling. Oh. Just the bad ones. Saul gets a devilish smile. I mean, does the Shiv have family? Ooh. Oh, Saul, boy. we're not going that far. We might. So he does have family. I didn't say that. I don't like to hurt people whenever I don't need to, but I don't. Desperate times, you know? What in the hells would make you desperate? What do you need from the hells? What do I need? Nothing. (sighs) We could perhaps give it to you. Okay, what do you want? You can't give us anything. You're chained to the floor. You said you didn't need anything in the hells. That's a good point, Vance. What did you want? What do I want? Hmm. Nothing. Who is this guy? Nothing. You are nothing. <laughs> You're obviously lying. He's not. You know. What about you, warrior with a great blade? Do you 
You go to hunt devils, is that what you're doing? I'll kill a couple here in a minute if you don't shut up. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say it. He did. Cut me, I dare you. I cut him. Oh, gosh. Saul uses hellish rebuke. Do you really walk up and cut him? Yeah, I cut his hand. You just kind of bring it across his hand? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Roll me a d6. Four. Ow. You take eight damage. It burns all the way up your arm. When it cuts your hand, it streaks these black, dark streaks of, I don't know, energy up your arm. And you're, like, convulsing in pain. Saul. Uh, hellish rebuke. You hellish rebuke, and that arcane symbol on the floor lights up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm Saul, sorry. what did you do to him? Stop. It's trying to fight it. Just go along with what we say, and nothing else will have to happen to you. Just tell us what you want. I'm looking for someone. We're trying to get into the hills. You're looking for someone? Yes. You can't take one back. You'd be surprised what you can do. So to the hills, that's it. The hells and back. That's that's important. I mean, we can strike a deal. <laughs> I think we should just leave you there. But that's just me. Yeah, but <laughs> what do I know? I'm a blood contract person, and I'm gonna die anytime soon. So then you won't get in the nine hells, and you won't get what you need or want. You're right, because I don't need or want anything. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Whatever your name is. What's your name again? Nobody. Char. Char. Wow, that's original. It is. <laughs> it really is. Okay, my actual name is Chargenzis, but I go by Charmander. Bless you. Char. So who's this other guy? The name is Sir Vance off the wall. Hmm. You don't look like a sir to me. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Sir Vance? I mean, you look more like just a Vance to me. Not really royal, like us. You don't have to be royal to be sir. You wouldn't be a knight in my army. <clears throat> You'd be dead in my army. Now, we should summon the Shu's family. He don't have family. I don't know if summoning can work on a non-fiend. Hmm. Yeah. Not gonna work. Let's see what we can do without the family. Then Look, gentlemen. Sounds like your solution is simple. You go, you get one of the Shiv's family, you convince him to release Misk contract. That's it. Simple. How do we know the Shiv will go for it? He sounds like a pretty nasty guy. Does he really care about family that much? Maybe not, but you'll find out quickly. Now, I don't know if we should play our hand that quick. Maybe we should be more subtle about it. You have no idea who you're going to be messing with. Miss. I mean, we could always flay him. Who's someone the Shiv loves? I don't know. The Shiv. I'm just asking because I don't want us slash you to die. I left the Nine Hills to be someone different. And if you would have asked me this or anything like this in the Nine Hills, I would have gladly told you. But I'm not telling you. So it looks like we're just going to have to die. Do you not want to be free? I don't care. I don't care anymore. I care. You don't understand. When we die, we go to the void, Misk. Oh, well. The void. 
How do we get there? <laughs> if you want the shiv, that's fine. You go for him. I'm not helping you. Why not? Do you not want to be free? The shiv sounds like a bad guy. I'm telling you, we can flay him, roll him in salt. You sound like a bad guy. And so does he. What have I done? First of all, you got to change to the floor, but I mean, that's the obvious point. Well, yeah, but where, where does it say we shouldn't do that? Why is chaining you to the floor bad? What what makes me a bad guy? All right, so I guess we have to go get the shiv. Sounds like it. Yeah. We just need to get him to release this contract, then we can go to hell. We'll wait right here. All right, have you written the contract for at least one of these two? Hold on. And I grab some parchment and a quill, and I write it out. And it says, you shall release yourself from the other contract by any means necessary and help us into the hells. And on our end, we will get you released from your contract and not kill you too badly if you don't do anything bad. So you guys are going to sign it in your blood too? No, heck no. Well, then why are you putting provisions of what you have to do in there? So she'll sign it. Okay. That's fine. I already told you I'm not signing another contract. Listen, if you need me to get into the Nine Hills, it's simple. Do what Servant said. What's that? Find the shiv. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. And you're going to go with us. Well, go do it. I don't have to sign another contract. The point... I don't care. I'm already captured. The point of the other contract is so that you cannot not help us. Which you would both clearly do if you were not chained to the floor. If Saul's going, I'm going. I'm more worried about him than you. Yeah, just write the contract about him. Yeah, so it says, One Satsaris, being of sound mind... An able body. <laughs> yeah. Hereby declare that I will do all in my power to help these two goons <laughs> get Misk out of her contract, get them into the nine hells, and back out, and will never, ever lay a harm upon them. And also, Char gets half of my dessert at any inn. <laughs> Do you put that in the contract? No. <laughs> oh, man. I don't really care for dessert. Oh, okay. Or anything else? Not much else. I think you should put that in the contract. That's Jeremy talking. Yeah, that Just was Just because it's wonderful. It is wonderful. I love it. Leave it in. Mm. Okay, I'll leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my dessert, peasant. Also, every time he says peasant... <laughs> He loses a tooth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you don't do that. I can't sign it. I can't sign it. I won't do that. I can't sign this. He will accidentally say it a million He'll times. lose all of his teeth. What happens after he loses all his teeth? He'll grow one back and immediately lose it. <laughs> wow. He starts spitting teeth. We could use that in role play somehow. If we get caught at the bottom of a, of a pit... We're not gonna make we're not gonna make Jeremy try and talk like someone who has no teeth in this podcast. Uh, so you write up this contract for Saul, and just to be clear, the tenants are that you have to help. He has to help you get Misk free from her contract. Uh huh. Ne- never harm either of you. Yep. Help you get into the hells via yep. the ritual, 
And help you get out via the ritual. Yes. And once we're out, the contract is absolved. Except for the harming provision. No, even that. If he wants to fight us then... We'll just kill him. Yeah. By then, though... See, my character has this philosophy. He destroys his enemies by becoming friends with them. Hmm, that's a pretty good philosophy. That sounds terrible. That's not true. He he doesn't believe in friendship. And so you don't do a contract for Misk? No. She, no, ours. Oh. She seems like I can see in her eyes she's like me, someone who has given up. Okay. Maybe we should make a contract for her as well. Listen, if Saul's going, I'm going. You already made a contract for him. Let's get real. Y'all could just leave me here and let me die through the my old contract. <laughs> That's true. And on top of that, I'm not sure what would happen if we created one contract on top of another, especially if they... I mean, it would certainly... I would probably explode. Yeah, it, it could cause some damage mm. because one contract will says, do not do anything to go against the shiv, and the other one says, break the contract. I see. <laughs> well... That could cause trouble. She can't sign it now, not possibly. That would break me. Well, we should also put in this peasant's contract oh, that man. he... Show some respect. That he can't Paladin. leave just like her contract says. That way he doesn't run off and do something stupid. Yes. If he leaves, then all his scales fall off. You he doesn't have any scales. <laughs> I don't know. I assume devils had scales. Char, you're a really dark dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't sign that. Can't sign what? That contract. Why? It says I'll never hurt you and already swore to kill you. Mm. Saul. You can kill us after the contract is over. You can try. Well? Saul, at least one thing is true. We'll get rid of the blood contract with me. And then we'll help these fools. We don't have a lot of time. And he looks around the room and he goes... What was chained will be unleashed. Oh, great. Okay, thank you for this. Uh, let's see. Do I know anything about that? You're about to. So, you know, nothing really, really happens in the sense that there's no tenants of the Unchained in the room that are dead, you know, or anything like that. It's like you're going to open a pit in the ground. But when he says that, you guys do notice, you visibly notice as the lights on the candles surrounding the room dim and flicker. And about half of them go out. And Char, you clearly notice that this was in no way something that Saul did, because there's no reaction that comes from his arcane circle. What did you say? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I say, what was that? It's the fate of all of Manumi if I don't get to Fallen Grove. Saul, what what did you do? I didn't do it. That's well, the name of something. Something that's coming to destroy the world. Including the Nine Hells. Well, you can go to Fallen Grove after we're done. Yeah, and I, I want to follow up with... Forget the Hells. Let's, let's follow this thread. <laughs> what was chained will be unchained leashed. Yes, if you say it correctly, it enacts some sort of magic. What was chained will be unchained. No. He looks around. <laughs> what was chained will be unleashed. 
you see the, the, the candles flickering again. What was chained will be unleashed. Stop. They're still flickering. <laughs> so, so I cast... Lucky. I cast a spell. Okay. You remind me of Jim. I cast uh, protection from evil and good. Okay. On myself. Okay. And I start shouting, what was chained will be unleashed. What was chained will be unleashed. You keep seeing this the same effect, and you just, as he, he keeps chanting this, he keeps saying this, and all of you, every one of you, it just starts to feel just wrong in here. Oh, something's happening. What was chained will be unleashed. Stop, Saul. You okay, are that's going probably enough stop of that. Him. Surely someone said that about a dog or something. Did they not notice? How is this not known? Stop. It's something hidden on the back of everyone's knowledge. It's like it was erased from their minds until they hear it. No, they've not been saying it, so stop. What does it do? Not exactly sure, but it seems to be giving power to whatever you're saying. Well, that doesn't seem like such a bad thing. What was chained will be unleashed. Stop! Char, don't do it. We're talking about a destroyer of worlds. Worlds? Do you not feel that chill down your spine when you said it? Oh, I do. (laughs) I'll sign your contract. Just stop. I hand him the contract. Say, for now. (laughs) But I want to know more about this. See, if it's the whole world will know too much about this before long. Saul takes his finger and dips it in the blood from the cut on his hand. Mm-hmm. And scrawls Satsaris, Prince of the Nine Hills. It's done. The contract is signed. So, uh, what? Where are the hobbits at? I would really like to head towards wherever the Shiv is now. Ah, uh, yes. Where are the hot feet? Misk, let's go to the let's go to where the hot feet are. Where's the shiv? Their base is in Brightport. How far is that from here? Do I know? Yeah, it's uh, um, from where you're at. You're only about by sea, maybe three days travel. Ah, uh, that's convenient. But you don't have to be. You know, you all do know that in terms of opening a door to the hells, you don't have to be at any specific place in the world. So you could go from there as long as you have what you need. Yeah, but it sounds like we can't go right now. We'll take the stuff with us to go. No, I'm saying like you wouldn't have to go, do what you got to do, and come back here. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let me pack my bags. And then I reach under a table and there's a suitcase. Okay, okay, let's go. (laughs) Did anything happen with the contract so we like know that it's legit? Yeah, there's a, you know, like a sort of like a burning on the name after he signs it in blood it like burns and kind of chars the spot where it was written <laughs> okay so <laughs> I give up so when that happens I go unshackle Saul and Misk okay you unshackle Saul Saul you react in any way Saul stands up flicks some blood at surveillance. Mm-hmm. Pity I can't hurt you right now. You don't have anything to hurt me with at the moment, so... 
um, Saul walks over like he's actually no. I t- I I go to the table to get his stuff, mm-hmm. and I take the rapier. Mm-hmm. Saul walks up like he's gonna get his stuff, and you're holding the rapier in your hand. You're thinking of doing something with it. Yeah, you'll find that I'll be of no help to you if I don't have my weapons. Mm, you can have it for now. I give it to him. You hand it to him. Yep. Did you get me off the? Yeah. Shackles. So when Saul's thinking about running him through with the rapier, does he start hearing that sound in his head? Yes. Thinking about doing it? Yep. Are you like imagining yourself doing it or are you like preparing yourself to do it? He is contemplating about whether he should try to stick the sword through him or not. Yeah, he's imagining doing it. Okay. I would say that as, as you begin to consider how you might do something like this you just start to get a sort of nagging ring in your ears yeah Saul walks over towards Misk puts his stuff back on well are you gonna unchain her or what I already did he uh pulls a cigar out lights it Mm -hmm. takes a long draw off of it hands it to Misk kneels down where she's sitting on the floor don't Don't worry, little sis. I got us. Are you handing me the cigar? Yeah. Ugh. You know I hate these things. (laughs) 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 (coughs) Oh, now I'm really... (laughs) Thanks, brother. Where's the shiv? He's in Brightport. I didn't lie about that. Where's his family? His family saw... Would you really do that? For you? Twice. I wouldn't even do it for me. I cast Zone of Truth. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yep. Oh my god! (laughs) Alright, so I need need both of you to make me a save. Actually, I guess I need all three of you, all four of you to make me a save. What kind of save? A uh, charisma save, I think. Ooh, oh, my charisma's terrible. My charisma's pretty oh, good. No. You failed, Misk, and your charisma's great. I got a 13 total. <laughs> I got an 11. I got a 24. A 9. Okay, so uh, Saul, you succeed, right? A 13 is a success, isn't it, Jeffrey? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, DC 13. It's on truth. Yes, it yeah. is. So uh, Saul, you save, and Vance, you save. But, Misk, you and Char are compelled to speak the truth. It really stinks in here. <laughs> wow, I'm really saying everything, I think. Are you? Oh, no. He looks at Servants. He looks at Misk. I hate cigars. Misk, I'm sorry. Where is the Shiv? Where's the Shiv's family? Don't make me... Saul, don't... They're in Brightport, but... Don't make me do it. Who's the family? I'm sorry. I have to try. I have a contract too now. So Misk is like really trying to not to say anything. She's holding her mouth. I don't want to. I don't want to. Charlie and Charlotte. And which one does he love? He loves them both. Charlie and Charlotte. They're twins. I hate you for telling me to do that. Saul shows the pommel 
of the rapier between the two of them. And uh, he like touches it to the top of his head. Paylor will save us. Right now we have to do what our contracts say. We don't have a choice. I won't kill them. I'll just use them as leverage. Paylor won't do anything. Shut up. Let's go. I'm not convinced going after the family is the best idea. Don't misunderstand. For getting them, uh, getting to him, sure. But someone in his position, surely he knows that they would be a target. And there are probably greater precautions on them than even on him if he really cares about them. So it may not be the safest way forward. I think we need reconnaissance. I think we need to go to Brightport. That's certainly our first bullet point on the list of things to do. I think I need something to eat. I'm hungry. I hand her an apple. Thanks. I hate apples. Have as many as you want. I like apples. Why do you buy them if you... Why do you... They're obviously idiots. I don't buy them. They they grow. They grow outside. Fall on the ground. I think you two are dumb. <laughs> My intelligence is a plus one. I'm still telling the truth. So, yeah. I'm still telling the truth, too, because I failed that charisma save as well. <laughs> and I don't like apples. They just fall on my lawn. My intelligence is a 13. Mine, too. <laughs> so what are you guys doing? Are you all just going to stand around and talk to each other in the zone of truth? Or are you going to leave? <laughs> We're going to leave. I'm already packed. Okay. I don't really have anything to pack. So you gather what few things you have, and you all head upstairs. Lead the way, Char. So, Char, why don't you describe what your home looks like? So we come up the stairs. It's a medium-sized house, you know, largely one room with a bedroom in the back and a kitchen area. Kind of a mess, cluttered, not like nasty, but cluttered. Okay. You guys make your way through this house. It, it looks like an old um, abandoned ruin that has been kind of reformed and fixed into this. And it's a very simple house, just like Alan described it, or just like, I guess, Char Alan described it. Char Alan described it. I mean, Char didn't describe it. He's like, he, he. so you walk up the stairs and Char's just describing it and y'all are just looking around like, yeah, we, we see. <laughs> we can see it. You step outside and uh, it's raining. Of course, Vance, you and Char are very accustomed to this because here it is always raining. And uh, you can see from where you're at, you're kind of up on this cliff face looking down. And there is a small ship tied off at a dock at the bottom of this cliff face, and there is a stone sort of staircase cut into the cliff that leads down from where you are. This is how the, the two of you got here, and this is how you've traveled from here to other places uh, in the past. Is the, the only way to get to where you are is by sea on this this uh, this little island called Five Point Island here in the Thunder Canal, just right on the canal between Fallen Grove and the peninsula leading to Venthaven. Where in the Nine Hells are we? We're clearly not there. We're not in the Nine Hells. That's the whole point. Then manu me, you peasants. Miska's just going to shake her head and put her cloak over her head. Mm -hmm. It's raining. We're at the Five Point Island in Thunder Cliff Ridge. Canal. (laughs) Do we have a boat big enough for a horse? Um, Our boat is a horse. <laughs> no. Why? Because I have a horse. Fine, you still got your fine sea with you? It's a black horse. Okay. Um, you don't. The boat that you guys have is, it's not big enough for a horse. 
you can Darn. you can get the four of you on there, but not your horse. Well, I can just summon him later. Yeah, you can always just summon him later. You guys make your way down the path on the side of this cliff toward the small dock where the ocean is splashing against this cliff. It's rocky and it's uh, wavy. The wind is blowing. You can hear thunder in the distance. And the rain is pouring down as you all climb onto this small... Ship isn't the right word. It's, it's really a boat that is just big enough and just strong enough to get you to where you need to go. And I think that's where we're going to end this episode. It's done. I can't believe. I cannot believe this. There's some crazy goings on right now. Some crazy goings on. Saul is literally under a blood contract to serve Vance and some random wizard dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was all improv. It was. I had yeah. no plans for a blood contract, but I it solves really a lot of go. my problems. <laughs> solves. So, it gives me tons of problems. I'm I'm fine with that though. Blood contracts. Suck. How about that unchained? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. You I didn't really see said that, that to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that Saul would try to like tell him about his quest or or something about it, but friggin' dropping that line down there in front of this absolute psychopath was. <laughs> A real special, real special moment. Uh, hey, thank you guys for listening. Um, who knows what is even going to happen next with this group? Mm. It seems like we're on a path to Brightport, Lots and then of death. Then maybe a path to the hills. Have to tune in next week to see what happens next. We uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next Monday. We love you. Bye. Goodbye. So here's what we do. We take one of the shifts family, and we take one of his close associates, put them at two different warehouses across the city. God help me, please. You know, wow. I'm never going to be able to watch The Dark Knight again. Yeah. You're welcome. Alan, you have you've ruined The Dark Knight for me. Uh, that's been my play all along. What a fantastic film. Um, wow. That got me. I know. Did you see his spike on there? He was so perfectly deadpan. Coughing so hard. So perfectly deadpan. Hide them in two warehouses across the city from one another. He has to choose. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>